Hello! Welcome to another story about the Peters family. The name of this week's story is Mama Peters' Pent-Up Outburst. As always, we've included a line from a hymn or a hymn title within the story. If you recognize it, send your answer to whimsywins at gmail.com. If yours is the first correct answer we receive, we will send you a prize! Last week's winners were siblings Galley, Knox, Weston, Gracie, Matthew, and Luke of Rogers, Arkansas, with their correct answer of Until Then, from the story, Pearson and Penelope Get Poison Oak. Good job! Your prize went out just a little bit late this week, so if you haven't yet received it, it should be there shortly, the Lord willing. It's time now for this week's story, Mama Peter's Pent-Up Outburst. Mama Peters pulled up to the grocery store and parked right in the front. She didn't bother to turn off her engine because the twins, Patience and Priscilla, were sound asleep in the back. She glanced in her rearview mirror and noticed their sweet, pudgy arms that hung limp on the sides of their car seats. It brought a smile to her face, but she also wondered how anyone could be comfortable in that position. Their heads were bent at nearly 90 degrees and hung low toward their shoulders. If she were to sleep like that, Her neck would be stiff for six months. But they were undisturbed in their slumber, and their heavy breathing would continue so long as Mama Peters kept the car running. Okay, Pearson, would you and Penelope run in and grab a few things, Mama Peters asked. It was the first time she was going to send them in by themselves, and though she thought this would be good training, she was a bit apprehensive, so she parked her car so that it sat right at the entrance and exit of the store. That made her feel more comfortable. But it also heartened her, knowing that Pearson and Penelope would be going in together. You want us to run into the store, Mama Peters? By ourselves? Penelope was aghast at the thought. Well, Pen, you are going to be 11 this year, and I think it's high time that you're able to do this. Plus, you'll have Pearson with you, who is going to be a preteen next year. I have to trust God, too, because I'm a little bit apprehensive. But remember what Psalm 118.1 says? It's better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in people? Penelope responded as though she hadn't heard a word Mama Peters had just said. But, but, but Mama Peters, I I won't be 11 for about seven more months. She was filled with anxiety. Nellie, we'll be fine. I'm all over it, Mama Peters. Tell me the stuff we need to grab, Pearson said, feeling quite confident that they could accomplish the task without a problem. Penelope still had a worried look on her face despite Mama Peter's assurance. Pen, this would be a great time to remind yourself of what Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, the verses you've known since you were knee-high to a grasshopper. Let's say it aloud together. With the soothing strains of Hiding in Thee from the Hymns for the Family of God CD playing in the background, they recited, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. As soon as they finished reciting those verses, Penelope's face appeared relieved. Okay, Mama Peters, I'm ready to go in. Great! Praise God! Now here's what I need you to get. One red onion, a bunch of cilantro, eight tomatoes, tortilla chips, and I also want you to choose any two flavors of ice cream. It's your choice. Any two flavors you want, mint chip and any flavor. Mama Peters winked. Wait, Mama Peters, so we don't get to choose any two flavors? 
Penelope wanted to know. Why, of course you do, Penelope. You choose any two flavors, any mint chip, and anything you want. Mama Peters chuckled. (laughs) Ah, gotcha, Mama Peters. Good thing I love mint chip, too. Penelope laughed. (laughs) Well, then it works out, doesn't it? That's just perfect, Mama Peters confirmed. Penelope smiled and felt a rush of confidence as she followed Pearson into the store. Reciting God's word and hearing it gave her rest to her soul, and having her older brother leader made the store chore much easier. Once inside the store, they easily found their way through the produce department, feeling quite familiar with all that it held, and they knew, based on the ingredients, that Mama Peters was making their favorite pico de gallo, which would probably be served on big fat meat burritos for dinner. After easily locating the tortilla chips, they walked into the freezer aisle. And boy, oh boy, it was a treat just to look at all the possibilities. The novelty ice creams were the most appealing looking. With her mouth watering, Penelope stared. She eyed the chocolate-covered cookie ice cream sandwiches. Maybe we could get something like that, she suggested. Uh, I don't think so, Pen. I think we should stick with regular ice cream, because I don't think that these are what Mama Peters had in mind. He, too, looked longingly at the frozen treats, like the ice cream bars and the chocolate-covered bonbons. He hesitated for a moment. Maybe next time, Pen. Oh, rats. Okay, Pearson. Then what should we get? I think the tin roof sundae looks good. Pearson was practically lipping his lips. Ooh, yes, but what about the crushed peanut butter cup? That looks positively yummo, Pearson. Oh, that does look good. Check that one out. What about the caramel pretzel delight? I I can practically taste that now. Don't you think, Pen? I do, Pearson, but we have to decide. And I want... I'd rather have crushed peanut butter cup. I I don't want to be selfish, but... Well, I would prefer caramel pretzel delight, Pen. Okay, then how about we flip a coin for it? Penelope suggested. Hmm, Pearson mused. That's not a bad idea. Pearson pulled out a quarter from his pocket. You call heads or tails in the air. Pearson directed Penelope. Okay, but just to, just to be clear, when it lands, are you going to catch it and flip it, or are you going to let it land on the floor? Penelope wanted those details cleared up before she called heads or tails. I think I can catch it in the air and turn it over without seeing it until it's turned. Great. Let's do it, Pearson. One, two, three. Pearson tossed the coin high up into the air and watched it flip over and over again. Penelope yelled out, Heads! Unfortunately, the coin landed under the freezer, and Pearson had to get down on his hands and knees to retrieve it. They decided to be fair to try it again. Pearson tossed the coin into the air, but not as high as the first time. This time, Pearson caught it in his hand and flipped it onto his other hand, holding tightly over it so that he couldn't peek. But before he could pull his hand off the coin, he heard, What are you two doing? Both Pearson and Penelope looked in the direction of the voice and saw a frantic Mama Peters with the twins in her arms. Oh, hi, Mama Peters. We were just trying to decide what ice cream flavor to go with, Penelope explained, not noticing that Mama Peters was not happy. What ice cream flavor? Do you realize that you two have been in the store now for 20 minutes? Oh, is that long? Pearson asked quite innocently. Is that long, Pearson? I was thinking you'd be in and out in about 10 minutes. And here you are, standing in the aisle. And I was worried, sick in the car, absolutely sick. I woke the girls up to... 
to come in here and find you tossing coins? What is going on with you? I don't understand. You should have chosen and moved along. Why are you debating the ice cream choices? Mama Peters was fit to be tied. And though she was somewhat self-controlled in her speaking tones, Pearson and Penelope had the sneaky suspicion that it was just because they were in the middle of the grocery store. Mama Peters was not ordinarily easily angered, but they could see that this was one time that she was angry. Let's go check out. And we can talk about this in the car, Mama Peters continued. At the checkout, Pearson and Penelope were filled with dread. They made their purchase and loaded the car. Pearson buckled in patience, and Penelope buckled in Priscilla. Mama Peters began talking as soon as she started the car and pulled out of the parking lot. Pearson, Penelope, that was outrageous. Can you imagine my worry? You were gone for so long. I am so disappointed in you. That was your first trip into the store by yourselves, and frankly, it may be your last. That wasn't responsible or thoughtful of me. It was just downright selfish, and you're both... And you're both, you're, you're both going to get very large spankings when we get home, Mama Peters sputtered. Pearson and Penelope looked at one another in horror. It wasn't that they hadn't had spankings before, but they hardly ever needed them anymore. They couldn't remember the last time they had gotten one. In fact, Daddy Peters had observed that he thought for Pearson and Penelope, spankings were a thing of the past because both he and Mama Peters had noticed that the Spirit seemed to soften their hearts toward repentance, and they had seen the fruit of the Spirit in the lives of both of them. This was not a good situation. Having to be spanked at home for, for, well, selfishness? They weren't quite sure what they had done to deserve it. Nevertheless, Mama Peters stormed into the house carrying the groceries, and Pearson and Penelope followed behind, heads hanging down, with Patience and Priscilla in their arms. The twins sensed the sadness in their older siblings and offered their sweet and cute consolation. It's okay, Nelope. I love you. Priscilla gave Penelope a big hug. Don't be sad, Pearson, Patience said, hugging Pearson hard. Their sweetness was irresistible, but unfortunately, it didn't do much to quell the anxiety in the hearts of Penelope and Pearson. What's wrong, Mama Peters? Daddy Peters asked as she walked into the kitchen. Oh, hi, Daddy Peters. Mama Peters started off slowly, but picked up the pace. Here's what happened today, Daddy Peters. I thought Pearson and Penelope were ready to be sent into the store today for the first time on their own. But would you know that it took them 20 minutes in the store doing who knows what before I had to unstrap the twins and go stomping in the store to find them. (sighs) And guess where I found them? The ice cream aisle, flipping a coin to decide which kind of ice cream they were going to choose. Flipping a coin, Daddy Peters. Flipping a coin, Mama Peters said for the third time. She was growing more irritable as she spoke. Okay? Daddy Peters' voice was filled with bewilderment. He looked at his oldest son and oldest daughter, who had heard Mama Peters' version of the story. He perceived by looking at them that they were both disconsolate. But Mama Peters wasn't finished. She gave a withering look to Pearson and Penelope. Go upstairs, you two. Go to my room. I will be there in a minute. Pearson and Penelope, who were still holding patience to Priscilla, made sure that the twins were safely in the living room with the magnetic tile toys and walked ever so slowly to Mama Peters' room. Neither one of them uttered a word. So, Mama Peters, why do they have to go to the room? Daddy Peters wondered, once no one was within earshot. 
Well, because I'm going to spank them, Mama Peters declared in a huff. Okay. Daddy Peters was still nonplussed, as evidenced by his tone. Why do you sound so confused, Daddy Peters? Mama Peters angrily shot back. Well, honey, are you spanking them for, for flipping a coin in the store, Mama Peters? Of course not, Daddy Peters. How ridiculous. Okay, Daddy Peters said once again. Daddy Peters, you keep saying okay as though you don't understand. Do you not understand what I am spanking them for? Mama Peters tried her best to stay calm, but she wasn't having much success. I understand that they took a lot longer than you expected, Mama Peters. Is that the reason for the punishment? Oh, good grief, no. I'm spanking them because they were selfish. Selfish, Mama Peters? Were they selfish with their time? Daddy Peters gently queried. Exactly, Daddy Peters, and I'm so relieved that you finally see what I'm talking about. Well, actually, Mama Peters, I don't see it. I see the situation as Pearson and Penelope being kids who didn't know the difference in the time. I think they went into the store and were trying to settle a debate about the ice cream. Were they angry with one another when they were doing the coin toss? Were they being selfish with one another? One could see that Daddy Peters was genuine in his questions. Well, probably, Mama Peters spit out. Well, it seems like you don't really know a whole lot about what happened, except that you're terribly angry. Daddy Peters, I need you to understand this. I had to unstrap the twins who were asleep in the car and lug them into the store. Mama Peters, I understand that. So are you angry because you had to unstrap them and wake them up for nothing? Daddy Peters truly tried to understand the situation. No, I'm angry because, well, because I thought something terrible had happened to the children. I was parked right in front of the exit so they couldn't have left without me knowing it. But, oh, Daddy Peters, I love Pearson and Penelope so much. And all I could think of was the horrible things that, that could have happened. And it was the worst feeling. And <laughs> Mama Peters was broken as her eyes gushed over with tears. Oh, sweetie, you were just worried. Daddy Peters wrapped his arms around Mama Peters and hugged her tightly. It's not that, Daddy Peters. I am without excuse. I'm ashamed of myself. I was worried out of my mind. And I expected Penelope to trust God to give her strength to go into the store with Pearson without anxiety. And here I am, being anxious and foolish. I didn't practice what I preached. I let my mind go so far, and I just thought that, well, maybe I would never see them again. And just and then I saw them, and I felt such relief. But then in, in that instant, anger welled up within me and I've acted like a fool. That's mentioned in Proverbs 29. A fool always loses his temper, but a wise man holds it back. I just, oh, Daddy Peters, I don't think Penelope and Pearson did one thing wrong. I don't think so either, Mama Peters. I don't like how long it took, but it sounds like they were simply being childish. Daddy Peters agreed. They were. They were just being childish. And I was so angry, I didn't even let them get the ice cream that they had chosen. I just hope they'll forgive me. While they're upstairs in suspense, maybe you should go up and talk to them, Daddy Peters encouraged. And believe me, Mama Peters, when I say, Pearson and Penelope love God, and they love you. I don't see forgiveness being a problem here. Mama Peters didn't need to be told twice. She bounded up the stairs as fast as ever 
and practically ran into her room where Pearson and Penelope sat, subdued as little lambs. Oh, Mama Peters, I'm sorry for taking so long, and Pearson began. No, Pearson, I don't want you to apologize. Stop right there. I want to explain something. Mama Peters explained how she had been worried, and that worry isn't from God, that she had imagined the worst, just like the Bible says not to do, but to cast our cares on the Lord and cast down imaginations, and that when we give our minds to worry, it's easy to think unsound and irrational thoughts. And because she had sinned in that, she was then angry, ultimately with God, for the circumstances. And then when she saw that Pearson and Penelope were perfectly fine, relief had morphed into anger. And that's it, Pearson and Penelope. The only person who deserves spankings is me. And just like Daddy Peters had predicted, Pearson and Penelope readily forgave Mama Peters. And how could they not? Everyone but Jesus all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Pearson and Penelope, who had both put their faith in Jesus, knew that God had forgiven them of all their sins, and so it was easy to forgive Mama Peters. They embraced Mama Peters tightly. Mama Peters suggested that they all go back to the store and purchase some ice cream. Once at the store, Mama Peters handed Pearson a watch and told him to try to take about 10 minutes at the most, but to try to be independent shoppers again. And you can choose anything. And I mean any kind of ice cream you want. Pearson took the watch, gave Mama Peters a big hug, and he and Penelope got out of the car. Now remember, you can pick any kind of ice cream you want. Well, that was music to Penelope and Pearson's ears. They walked into the store where they easily chose the chocolate-covered cookie ice cream sandwiches and a carton of mint chip for Mama Peters and caramel pretzel for Daddy Peters, which Pearson would enjoy too. When they got back into the car, Penelope showed Mama Peters their choices of ice cream. Mama Peters, I wouldn't mind if you worried more because it means we get to choose anything we want. Mama Peters laughed (laughs) and then made a pretend angry face at Penelope. And then she reached into the back and put her arms around Penelope and Pearson's neck. Their first trip to the store hadn't been a success for Mama Peters, but she had learned her lesson well. In the future, there would be many more trips to the store where Penelope and Pearson would shop alone. They would learn how to be independent shoppers, and Mama Peters would learn how to trust God more as she and the twins waited in the car for Pearson and Penelope to finish. This is Grandmom's Corner. Have you ever been so anxious or afraid that you could barely think? I know I have, and I bet you have too. In this week's story... Penelope was so scared and nervous about going into the store with Pearson without Mama Peters. But Mama Peters had decided that she and Pearson were old enough to follow a directive and go into the store while she and the twins waited right outside the store's entrance and exit doors. But the thought of going inside without Mama Peters terrified Penelope. As a mom, I did the same with my kids. And like Pearson and Penelope, there were lots of times my kids got it wrong. And though I didn't blow a gasket like Mama Peters did, I would get impatient at times. And there were times that I got angry, like, this isn't what I told you to get, you got the wrong thing. I forgot that kids make mistakes, just like I make mistakes in shopping. I can't count how many times I've had to go back to the store as an experienced shopper and exchange something, or I'd gotten the wrong thing, 
or had forgotten to pick up something. My impatience sometimes led to my girls being a little bit nervous about going to the store for fear of getting the wrong thing, which added to their apprehension. I would be chagrined afterwards. So like Mama Peters, I'd have to confess my sin to God and ask forgiveness of my kids. And praise God, He forgave me, as did my kids. As I was thinking about what passage to include on Grandma's Corner this week, I walked into the kitchen for something and absentmindedly looked at the wall above the stove where there hangs a plaque. That plaque says, Be still and know that I am God. Psalm 46.10 That's not the entire verse, however. In a different version of the Bible, the verse reads, Cease striving and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. In other words, relax, stop being afraid, and be in awe of God, who will be exalted and lifted up over the whole earth. He has dominion over everything, and He reigns even over shopping trips that go awry. The Lord willing, we'll be back next week with another story about the Peters family. Bye for now.